it seems that saints are everywhere. St. Patrick, St. Valentine, and St. Nicholas are mainstream pop culture staples. St. Francis is well known for his love of animals. St. Jude provides hope when all seems lost. And did you ever have a relative who used to say, Tony, Tony, look around. Something's lost that can't be found. If so, you may or may not have known that they were seeking guidance from St. Anthony of Padua in helping to find their misplaced car keys. For many Catholics, prayers for the intercession of saints are a regular part of the day. Asking saints to pray for and aid in matters of family, health, and mental well-being is a common practice. Well then, if millions of people celebrate St. Base holidays, and if millions of folks regularly say prayers to saints, it would stand to reason that millions of Catholics know everything about saints and the process these individuals have gone through to be canonized, right? No? Well, if not, don't worry, you're not alone. On this episode of Father Baker Retold, we'll look at the long and difficult process of canonization and learn about Venerable Nelson Baker's progress down the sacred road to sainthood. As you may suspect, the canonization process goes way back, all the way to the first few centuries of the Catholic Church. The word saint has its roots in Latin, stemming from the word sanctus, which means holy. In the Church's early years, the title was given to those who were well known for their holiness. In fact, most of the earliest saints were martyrs, people who gave their lives for their religious beliefs. A more formal canonization process began to appear in 1588 when the Sacred Congregation for Rites, founded by Pope Sixtus V, was created. The group's role was to regulate divine worship and oversee the causes of saints. So now that the history lesson is over, we could talk about all of the events that have shaped the process in the, what, 450 years since? We could also list all of the canonized saints and discuss their stories, but we simply don't have time. Why? Because the actual number of saints is not known. The best estimates put the figure at more than 10,000. But honestly, the number of saints doesn't matter. What does matter is the reasoning behind them. They are role models. There are people we can aspire to be in our lives. The simple fact is that every one of us is called to holiness. We should all strive to live a saintly life, to have a deep spiritual life that is filled with doing as much good as possible. And there's no better example of that than our own St. Lee hero, Venerable Nelson Baker. The humble war veteran turned entrepreneur turned parish priest, was an ordinary man of faith who did extraordinary things. By adhering to a simple mantra, provide support to the poor, justice for the oppressed, and hope for the troubled, he built a city of charity that has impacted hundreds of thousands of lives and continues to do so today. Now, presumably he, and not St. Valentine, is the reason you're listening. So let's talk a little about the process of canonization and take a look at exactly where Father Baker is within it. The first of the four steps in the canonization process results in the candidate receiving the title Servant of God. The key here is the bishop of the individual's home diocese approving his or her candidacy and studying their life's work. A petition is sent to Rome, and once approved, the title of Servant of God is bestowed, and the process can move forward. In Father Baker's case, this initial work was completed in 1987. 
To tell us more, here is the current pastor and rector of OLV National Shrine and Basilica and president of the OLV Institutions, Monsignor David LaPuma. In the early days of 1987, the Bishop of Buffalo at that time, Bishop Edward Head, announced that the diocese had gathered up all of the proper documentation required for Father Baker's cause and was going to formally submit him as a candidate for sainthood. Ten months later, on October 7th, the Feast of Our Lady of Victory, the Vatican declared Father Baker servant of God. And with that, the humble priest had taken the first steps on the long road to sainthood. At that point, OLV's own Monsignor Robert Wirtz was chosen to oversee Father Baker's cause for canonization on this side of the Atlantic Ocean, while a canon lawyer in Rome was appointed to advocate for his candidacy. The key to reaching the second step, that which bestows the title Venerable, lies in a book known as the Positio. It is a thorough collection of the writings of a candidate, summarizing his or her life and virtues. When completed, the Pizzizio's content is scrutinized and then voted upon by groups involved with the cause and sent to the Pope seeking a decree of heroic virtues. If granted, the candidate earns the title Venerable. In the mid-2000s, Father Baker's Pizzizio was finished and sent to Rome for examination. And on January 14, 2011, Pope Benedict XVI approved the contents, bestowing upon him the title Venerable Nelson Baker. A special Mass was held on March 19th of that year, the anniversary of Father Baker's ordination, in honor of the accomplishment. The next step, at which the candidate earns the title of Blessed, hinges on evidence of the intercessory power of the Venerable Servant of God. More plainly put, a miracle. Now trust us, miracles come in all shapes and sizes. Throughout history, saints have performed miracles involving things like levitation and apocalyptic visions. But these days, most miracles that are being considered are medical in nature. And that's difficult for a few reasons. First off, proving that a cure defies natural explanation is tricky. And getting trickier every day as technology gets better and better. Another hurdle is that each claim needs to be reviewed by a theological commission to determine if the miracle resulted through the intercession of the candidate and the candidate alone. If, for example, a family member of a sick loved one prays to multiple individuals, it cannot be proven that a cure was attributed to one in particular. And on top of that, a prospective miracle for blessed status has to take place when the candidate is at the venerable level. This means that any reports of cures that have taken place prior to the individual being named venerable cannot be considered. All that said, when evidence of intercessory power is approved by the Vatican, the Pope will grant a decree of a miracle, and the candidate earns the title Blessed. Also at this time, he or she receives a feast day that is officially added to the church calendar. It is here that Father Baker's cause currently sits, awaiting word of a miracle. After beatification, the church looks for a second miracle before proceeding to canonization. The process is the exact same as that which resulted in beatification. So, once again, a cure has to be proven to defy natural explanation. It has to be beyond the limits of modern medicine and be attributable to the candidate. In addition, the Pope's consent is required. Then and only then is canonization possible. From there, a Mass, divine office, and other acts of veneration would be offered throughout the Universal Church. 
Phew, all that said, wow. It's not easy to become a saint, is it? But should it be? Shouldn't a process so meaningful be difficult? Shouldn't it be so full of rigor that the men and women who do come through it have proven themselves truly worthy of being our role models? One of the biggest downsides of this, though, is time. If you look at the length of time it takes most candidates to make it through the process, it is measured in decades, and sometimes centuries, not months or years. The fact that the road to sainthood is so long just doesn't couple well with our 21st century need-it-now mentality, does it? Just ask Father David, who knows about this all too well. (laughs) I'm often asked about Father Baker's cause, specifically when it will result in his canonization, and unfortunately, I can't really provide a satisfying answer. It may be years, it may be decades. All we can do is be patient, pray, and hope that one day the Vatican will recognize what those who know his story already do, that Father Baker is indeed a saint. So, as we wrap up this episode, we ask you to not be discouraged by the daunting requirements or the lengthy timeline. Why? Because you have the power to make a difference. What can you do? Pray. All are asked to incorporate Father Baker in their daily prayers. Say his prayer for canonization. Or just share with God your hope that he be canonized one day. If you have a need, pray for Father Baker's intercession. And of course, if you have a story or first-hand knowledge of a potential cure that has occurred in his name, please let us know. I like that part. A very special thanks to our guest on this episode, our own Monsignor David LaPuma, pastor and rector of OLB National Shrine and Basilica and president of the OLB Institutions. On behalf of all of those that helped put it together, Thank you for listening to this episode of Father Baker Retold. It is our sincere hope you enjoyed it and learned a thing or two about Father Baker's ongoing cause for canonization. For more information on Venerable Nelson Baker, Western New York St. Lee hero, be sure to listen to our other podcasts in this series or follow OLV Charities on social media. We are thankful for your support. <laughs>